On today's episode of the Two Legit Sports Podcast, we're talking some college football. It was opening weekend. It was very fun. But I feel like they need to do like a college football festival where they just have like six teams or eight teams go to one place. If there's that many stadiums in the area, not possible probably. We'll talk Colin Kaepernick and his new Nike deal. We're going to talk chicken fingers in the soda. Are you a chicken finger in the soda person? Well, I'm going to watch this video again. And then we're going to talk about my guy, John Gruden, because John Gruden is his own man and he answers to nobody. So we'll talk about John Gruden to close the show. But in the meantime, I'm going to drop some music. And after, I got a story because I just came back from the post office. just came back from the post office but not just the post office like a real one i went to a post office contract unit so for people who don't know it's just like it's in a drugstore it's in it's in a drug it's tiny it's like one register it's not meant for people to go hard and to send 20 packages at once so i open the door i walk in and there's a line for the first time in years there's a line so i don't get it i'm looking and i can't believe it doesn't make any sense so i see this lady this lady's in the front, and obviously she's got to be the one. It's her, a blonde girl with a couple packages, another blonde girl with one package, and then a hilarious man who was who was just pissed off the whole time. He he was dripping though. He had a nice a nice chain on, had a nice watch, uh, but he was rocking some feelers. So I don't know what was going on in his world and what he had to mail. And then there was me. So it was a solid line, and I see that this lady. This lady over here had way more than 10 packages. And it clearly says 10 items or less because this is a small post office. They cannot make all these transactions internationally, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's just for quick, quick, easy, priority, first class. This this woman did not care. This woman had stuff going to Singapore. This woman had stuff going to Hong Kong. This other girl had something going to India. So, and this is just the first lady. This lady brought 12 items. 12, but Meredith, who's a sweetheart, the the, the, the the woman behind the desk, the elderly woman, she's a, she's a sweetheart. She cannot say no. So she's there, and now we're just waiting. I got there at 9.15, and just to, give you, just to give you a little preview, I didn't get out of there until about 10. This lady, ding, ding, and she was like, oh, my God, how much is this, and how much is that? And then I, this guy in front of me was about to lose it. He was just like, Jesus Christ, like under his breath, and everybody could hear it. It was hilarious. He was fidgeting. He was pissed because all he had was one envelope. He just had to buy a stamp, put it on the thing, and and keep it moving. One thing. He had one thing. As all this is going on, this lady needs custom forms. She's asking if this is cheaper than that. If if I can save $2 doing it this way. I'm looking at this blonde girl. She's got a backpack on. She's she's flipping some goods. She's got some DVDs. And she's packaging it all nicely. And I see that she's prepping. I respect that. She's trying to get ahead of the line. I thought she had all her stuff pre-printed cool that didn't come out to be the case finally the front lady the finishes up and she's like oh i'm so sorry everybody for the inconvenience and everybody is just giving her the death stare like when kobe was stared down mike brown like mike brown went with own four i think with dwight and kobe and kobe just stared him into into a job with the warriors she was gone then the next lady was the blonde girl with all the dvd packages i thought she was going to be cool i thought she wanted to scan it and keep it moving right everything was prepaid Nope, this lady had stuff going to 
Japan. This lady had a DVD going to Guatemala. This other one had it going to the Congo. This was great. She literally, I, the whole world she had covered with her Blu-rays. And this girl was like, oh, shoot, can I ship it here? I need a sprint. She was asking for Global International Express Deluxe. And Meredith looked like she saw a ghost. She went through every single thing in that computer, every single program, every single tab. I kid you not. Then, as this is going on, the guy in front of me is about to lose it because he's just like, God, can I just get an effing stamp? Look behind me. Now there's two, three people behind me now. And, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. So I, this, long story short, this girl can process all her packages. Only half of them could have gone out because they didn't get the right shipping. And Meredith, she was like flipping out. Like she was mad at this. She was mad at Meredith. Like it's Meredith's fault that she decided to ship all around the world in this little post office cube. I, I, I wish I could tell you how small the, this poor woman. So finally she just gets it and leaves. She packs her stuff. She goes. The, the girl right there has a box. She just has to weigh it. And then all of a sudden, she needed a customs order because it was going somewhere else. Cool. Put her to the side. As this is going on, finally, my guy. My guy's about to get served, right? My guy's about to get served. No! He gets cut off by a woman who was, who was there way before who had to fill out some forms and other stuff. She cut him off, and this guy just was livid. Just like, what the fuck? This led to a woman going from the pharmacy, opening up a second register to process this. As this lady's walking by, I look behind me. The line, it's 10 deep now. It's 10 deep, and a, a, a guy, the guy behind me gets a phone call, and he's like, yeah, hey, no, I'm, I'm, still, at, I'm still at Max. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, it's day after Labor Day, day after Labor Day. And I was like, yeah, it's got to be, hopefully, but damn. So finally, my guy gets the stamp. I finally get to the kiosk. I tell everybody, I'm done with this amateur hour. Look at this. I put my package, blah, 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 boom, and drop it and done. Literally in two minutes. How hard was that? I just watched Florida State do absolutely nothing against Virginia Tech. I mean, they were... Did you see them? They were swag surfing. They were swag surfing in those black jerseys, and then they got their ass kicked, man. That Willie Taggart was voted by his peers as the most overrated coach in college football. Now, a lot of people thought that was jealousy. But after that first game, week one of college football was in the books. LSU crushed Miami. Now, I said LSU was underrated and i thought miami was a little overrated uh, it swang more a little more both ways there the texas effect i have no idea but lsu stomped out miami uh and now look they got they get to play alabama they get to play georgia we'll see what happens that was my lock holy shit texas you looked really bad this week come on now shout out to my homegirl marcia aka big texas they looked really bad. The defense looked in shambles. I guess they lost so many people, but maybe Maryland just has their number. You know, looking at the USC schedule, I was worried about the game at Austin. But after looking at that defense, I'm not that worried. Well, who knows? Tom Herman may get it together. Give him some time. Again, it's year two. Everybody was ready to give, put these people in the college football playoff. Nah. Texas, you still got some 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 ways to go. But all... Who knows? Maybe Maryland is just like the, the, the team. You know, Maryland was playing with heavy hearts. They took the first snap without their without their right guard, I believe, who passed away. 
and they won the game two years in a row. Shout out to Mar- Maryland. Go Terps. Other news, Chip Kelly. Shout out to Chip Kelly for starting off his tenure very, very, very strongly, just like he did in Philadelphia with a big old L against Cincinnati from the AAU. I believe Chip Kelly went for it on fourth and nine from his 30 with three minutes to go in the fourth. And you know what? He's a genius, so why not? UCLA 0-1 to start the year. Other news, I believe Villanova beat Temple and then NCANT beat East Carolina. And East Carolina paid NCANT $330,000 to play him. So NCANT secured the bag and got the victory in Eastern Carolina. That is the ultimate. That's the ultimate hustle, man. Big, big shout out to NCANT. I, I know Tarek Cohen, uh, Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen, former Bear. If he's a Bear, sorry, Tariq Cohen. He let it be known on the Twitter he wanted to be an ECU Pirate. Instead, he went to NCANT because they completely ignored him. So of course, he took it and shoved it right up their ass. So shout out to NCANT and all the Division One AA schools who competed. Appalachian State. Almost, almost, FBS, not 1AA, almost beat Penn State in Happy Valley. That would have been, uh, that would have been something. And my last thing I'm going to talk about on college football is the homie Jim Harbaugh. I know we got a lot of Ohio State fans listening to the pod. So we'll, we'll, I'll be nice, I'll be nice. Jim Harbaugh, is he overrated? A lot of people will say yes. He, he, I thought they were going to beat Notre Dame. On paper, that's the best defense on God's green earth, according to Jim Harbaugh. You know, everybody was all in about it. The quarterback, he looked like he was in a little bit of shambles, and he got his feet under him. Notre Dame looked good. Brady Quinn has them in the college football playoff. Looking at their schedule, they could win 10. They could. Excuse me. They could win 10. I don't think they will. Uh, now, Michigan is like, wow, Harbaugh. Are, are they? I don't know if there's a hot seat. Who would you place Jim Harbaugh with? Yes, he's a little overrated, but he, get, he gets you hyped. Look what he did in San Diego. Look what he did in Stanford. Look what he did with the San Francisco 49ers. This is year four. He's got some juice in him. He's going to come out doing something because he he always rebuilds the program. Michigan is now talked about. Is it overrated as a program right now? Probably. Probably. But we're talking about him. They're ranked. They're, they're, you know, and it's not Harbaugh's fault because when he signed there and he got there, he probably thought he had to face Urban Meyer and it would be a wrap. It's like it's me versus Urban. No, 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 no. He's got to go through James Franklin, and he got to go through Wisconsin. The big, it's not Harbaugh's Big Ten as he imagined. Fifteen million dollars for that buyout. I don't think they'll pay it, but they have the money to do it. Why would they buy him out? Who are you replace him with? The best candidate is on the Ohio State sideline, so he won't go to Michigan. I want to give a big shout out to our international audience. We have listeners in Australia, Spain, and France. So I wanted to give you guys, uh, I wanted to say thank you for our, from our international crowd. Colin Kaepernick is officially a Nike athlete. I saw the ad yesterday. He came out, he's standing up for what he believes in, and he sacrificed, he sacrificed everything. A lot of people were very angry at this. They were very angry that Colin Kaepernick took an endorsement deal, getting paid a couple million or so. He's going to have shoes, clothing, etc., Look, multiple multiple brands were fighting for his endorsement, according to the rumor mill, that Nike was not the only company to approach him for an endorsement and for, for, for a clothing line, etc. 
So I don't know why people are angry. People are making a hubbub. They want it. They want it. They want it. They don't. They don't respect. And people are just so lost with Kaepernick's whole message. I, I can't believe people are just losing it over. Are you gonna ban Nike from your house? I saw a video of somebody burning Nikes. Why don't you give that to a homeless veteran or something? Somebody that could use the shoes instead of burning them. And you're already a fool because they already got your money. So I mean, what are you really doing? Like, you can't return them, so you burn them. I don't get it. It's stupid. If those people that don't like Kaepernick, the people that are against it, they're gonna boycott Nike. Those people. Those people don't even matter. They don't even matter to the bottom line of Nike. Kaepernick is great. Athletes want to work with a company who works with Kaepernick. It's a great move for Nike. People support Kaepernick. Athletes support Kaepernick. Entertainers support Kaepernick. Everybody supports Kaepernick except that Joe Blow Billy in Iowa or in the middle of nowhere who nobody cares about. He doesn't matter. He doesn't affect the bottom line. He doesn't even buy sneakers from the Nike store. He doesn't even. He goes to the Goodwill. And, and buys used Air Monarchs. Those are the closest he gets to Nikes. Though that It's that guy. The guy who hates Kaepernick is the same guy buying used Air Monarchs at the Goodwill. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So shout out to Kaepernick. I can't wait for the drop. I know LeBron is going to be rocking some Air Caps. I hope he sends some Air Caps to the homie Ric Flair so he can rock him on Monday Night Raw or something. But right on, man. Good for Cap. Good for Nike. Chicken fingers in the soda. The U.S. Open talk, and of course, Serena is dominating like always. She's rocking her tutus, doing her doing her thing, dominating. She completely obliterated her sister this weekend, uncalled for. However, the biggest story this weekend out of the U.S. Open is not Roger Federer losing. It's that a lady was dipping her chicken finger in a soda. Now, this is something I've never done. I've never done this, but is this a thing? Am I going to have to go to Raising Cane's, get some chicken fingers, and get a big old liter of pop, as they say in the Midwest, or Coca-Cola? Because she was dipping it, the kid. I want you to look at the kid. If you get to see the video, I want you to look at the kid. The kid doesn't know what's going on because he's not used to seeing soda dip. Maybe he's used to seeing ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, etc. To everyone listening in the podcast, has anybody dipped a chicken finger in their soda? And, And where has this come from? Because I have never seen this in my 27 years of existence. Last topic of the day. It's a little NFL. We will get to our NFL predictions later in the week. We'll have a special guest on board. We'll be doing our NFL breakdown for week one. But today, we're going to talk about the Lord Emperor himself, John Gruden. Now, John Gruden is officially drunk with power because he is literally the most powerful man in the NFL. Tell me another guy. Tell me another coach who's gotten a 10-year deal. Tell me another coach who's raking in $100 million when it's all said and done. Tell me a coach that could literally trade away the best defensive player arguably in the AFC. Arguably in the NFL. Definitely on the Raiders. For a couple lottery picks just to say, hey, you know, I got to buy some time and make it worth the 10 years. The GM Reggie McKenzie was like, ah, that wasn't the plan to trade him. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Because now Mark Davis is a slave to John Gruden. Reggie McKenzie is a slave to John Gruden. They could fire Reggie McKenzie tomorrow. It didn't matter. Because John Gruden is locked in. No player is safe. Nobody on the staff is safe. Mark Davis's barber is not safe. Okay, this, he John Gruden is Chip Kelly with like the Thanos glove. It's cra- ten years. 
He can cut and trade whoever he wants. He just cut Martavius Bryant for nothing. They gave him a third-round pick for nothing. This has to be planned by John Gruden to completely to dump Reggie McKenzie and to start from new. That way he gets a new era for himself. Because to cut Martavius Bryant, let him serve the suspension and come back. Come on, man. Now, I, watch, they're going to trade Amari Cooper now for, 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 two, for a first-round pick and uh, like an injured Marquise Lee. Like, that's what's going to happen right now. Like, Oakland, Oak, I, I have no idea what John Gruen is doing. He's literally Chip Kelly. He is Chip Kelly with a 10-year deal. I don't even know if John Gruden likes people. Like, John Gruden, all John Gruden would do would be in his, in his Gruden grinder or in his little RV, or he's in a booth with another guy. I don't really think he likes coaches and or people. I just think he's just there to snarl, and he likes to wear that throwback Raider gear. This is going to end horribly or amazingly. There's no in-between. There's no 8-8s eight and here. This is going to be 13-3 and three or 3-13. Three and 13. I I'm ready for this ride. I'm ready for Derek Carr to speak out, and he, John Gruden's going to be like, yeah, I don't like that, yeah, 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 and he's going to trade him. So you're trading for a third-round pick and uh, Kirk Cousins, probably. And there you go. Or you know what? He'll trade him for Blake Bortles and a first-round pick for Derek Carr. That'll happen because John Gruden, you don't test the Lord Emperor John Gruden. Other than that, the Raiders are probably going to go 7-9. and nine. That's it for me today on the Two Legit Sports Podcast. Once again, my name is Alex Fernandez. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to leave a rating. Any rating you want, leave a review. That's how I know I'm getting better. To so leave a question for the show, call in at 1310-596-6006. We'll be talking NFL, NBA, and some boxing later on this week. Canelo Triple G, live in Vegas. Ooh, can't wait for that.